Welcome to yet another episode of the Rocks and Roots podcast. I am one of your hosts, Tumbles, and I sound like Delilah from 106.7 right now. (laughs) Do Are you going to be giving relationship advice to overweight house moms who are dissatisfied with their lives? Who call into radio shows looking for happiness? No. And this, who just spoken, is my non-woman hiking partner. Cranky. There we go. So, yeah, welcome. It is good to be here in person with my non-man hiking partner. <laughs> we learned so, so much about uh, roles and genderism today. It, it was incredible. For a five-hour car ride, we learned a lot. Yes, we did. Maybe more than we should have. <laughs> So, we are coming at Let's you. Let's play a song for one of our listeners. <laughs> we are coming at you fresh off of, if I could find it. Cascade and Porter up in the Adirondacks. Yes, yes. it was an amazing hike. And I am looking for the stats, but just some general stats on the mountains themselves. Cascade is 4,098 feet of elevation. Porter is 4,059. That's a lot closer than I thought. 4,000 what was it? 59. And then Cascade is 4,098. So they're right on top of each other. Well, we kind of saw that today. Yes, we did. So Cascade is the 36th highest peak. And Porter is the 38th highest peak. Should we start at the beginning or would you like to give stats now, I would like to give stats as soon as I can find them, but we, <laughs> most professional podcast on the internet, I, I remember them, it's fine. So my all trails said 5.9 miles mm-hmm. in roughly um, three hours and 20 minutes of moving time, um, four hours and change total. And your apple said... Mine said seven miles overall. So we we're kinda gonna meet sp- in the middle. Split the difference and maybe six, three-ish, somewhere in there. Which is what a lot of the websites say. Mm-hmm. So, uh, these were our first winter Adirondack peaks. We've we popped done... our winter Adirondack yeah, cherry. cherry. Yes. Well done. Congratulations. <laughs> so, uh... we've done a shit ton of... Catskills Mountains. This is our first winter cats winter Adirondack summits, and it was absolutely glorious. Uh, my amazing wife, Mrs. Cranky, has just entered the room. Hello, pie. She is pie, eating pie, pie. Pie, pie from the Noonmark Diner. For those that are familiar with Keene Valley and the Adirondacks, highly recommended that you stop there post hike. And pick up some pie for your loved ones that wait for you back home. Or cookies. Cookies or are cookies. damn good, too. The cookies are damn good. So now we can start oh, at the beginning. okay. It's a very good place to start. So yesterday, our tale began. Yesterday afternoon, we started to make our way up to the Adirondacks. Now, earlier in the week, what we were planning on doing was driving up there the night before sleeping in the car, and then getting up and hiking. However, we were supposed to actually go tomorrow, which is Monday, 
Yes, we were going to celebrate Dr. King's day by summiting a mountain. That's right. But tomorrow it is going to, it's actually snowing now yeah. here in Jersey, and it's going to snow a shit ton up there from midnight all through the day. So we adjusted our plan and we said we need to do this on Sunday. Correct. Yeah, it, they're supposed to be 12 to 16 inches up in the Adirondacks uh, tomorrow. Anyway, so along with that, we said let's go Sunday, and then I looked at the temperature. It was dangerously cold. Uh, dangerously cold, especially to sleep in a car. So I we're said... talking negative 12, yes. 13, yeah. So it was decided that we were going to stop at Lake George, spend the night in a motel, and then make our way up the next morning. So we got to sample the Lake Locals. George Howard Johnson. <laughs> you have not heard this part, Mrs. Cranky. <laughs> and we were greeted upon our arrival after getting our key cards mm. with a woman running up to us. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry to bother you, but do you know how to open a beer with a lighter? I don't have a, a bottle opener, but I have this lighter. I, I, I swore she was coming up asking for 25 cents for the vending machine. <laughs> nope. She wanted to know if we knew how to open a Corona with, with a lighter. Which I was saying it's 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 probably theoretically possible because the heat from the lighter would make the metal expand because metal expands. Yeah, warm. that's what I was and thinking as well. And you could probably twist but... it off at that point, or at least use the corner of a table and you know. But the thing was, it was negative six at that time, and at I didn't ten o'clock at night, and I didn't <laughs> want to deal. Some strange woman. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So. Everything was going swimmingly until the key didn't work anymore <laughs> to the room. And I left my bag in the room. So we go back to the front desk. The key won't work. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'll call the manager. Do you need your bag tonight? I said, this is my purse with my money and my phone in there. Yes, I will need it tonight. Preferably now. <laughs> so, yeah. Five minutes ago. Her plan was that we would go to sleep and they would get it to us sometime. I don't know. Fortunate. I have my purse and my wallet. Yeah, with my ID and all my money and my credit cards so someone can come and be like, oh, it's missing. Yes. Uh So that was settled about 15 minutes later. And it was fine. They gave us a new room, and it was hunky-dory. So we get settled. Everything's going fine. The lights are shut off. It's late. I'm tired. Crank's tired. And we're just settling in. Then all of a sudden, we hear, Amber! Where's Amber? I'm like, where the fuck is Amber? So another intoxicated individual. Was it an Amber alert? No. No, it was not. Well, obviously it was. He was. He was. He needed to know where Amber was, and he was alerting everyone to the fact that he very, knew where Amber was. Very good. Yes. You're welcome. I don't know if they found Amber or not, but I'm glad they shut up. <laughs> yeah, I, I, they were that tones. I couldn't make everything up, but the tones were much happier. Um, after about five minutes or so. Yes. So, so, woke up this morning, and as usual, I wake up way too early, and I'm really slow, so my alarm went off at 3.45, I apologize again. And I hated you 
tremendously. I put on my goggles yeah, to, to keep the light out. Welcome to my world. And so, thus the morning began. After a hearty breakfast skillet, we got to the trailhead. Around 6.15, which was earlier than I even expected. And watching the temperature drop. Drop and drop and, and drop. drop and I drop. I think we left, it was negative... Six when we left left. Lake George. It was negative 16 when we pulled into the trailhead. And that static temperature, there was no wind. Thank God there was no wind. Oh, man. So, slept another 20 minutes in the car and then started up. Um, Great conditions. It was. It was Phenomenal conditions. Yeah, you couldn't ask for a better day, honestly. Uh, this is one of the trails that is maintained. The state does a horrible job up in the Adirondacks, except for a few trails. And this is one of the ones where they do okay. This is a baby trail. This is like a trail with the training wheels on, which is why we chose it to pop our winter high peak cherry. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so it is. It, it's fairly well maintained. Mm-hmm. There's steps. Um, there's stone steps. It's not completely eroded away. Uh, And then you put snow on top of that, and then you pack down the snow. It was absolutely gorgeous. Snowshoes not needed. Micro spikes the whole way. Yeah, we were curious what the trail looked like without all that snow, and we imagine it's pretty rocky. Um, We did talk to a gentleman at the end of our hike who said he was in the area in the springtime and he advises not to go around that time because you get mud and you get bugs. Then if you listen to Mr. Appleton of 46 of 46, mm-hmm. um, he said it's, it's the perspective is interesting because James Appleton of 46 of 46 lives in the area is used to those trails. And if you're grading on an Adirondack curve, that one's not too bad. Mm-hmm. As far as maintenance. But if you're coming from Albany, like this guy was, and you're used to hiking in other areas that are better maintained, right. it's pretty rough. Yeah. So it's fairly steep. It's not too bad. We There re- was two sections that I I thought that they were a bit steep, but there was nothing that jumped out and, right. s- and we couldn't get up. I mean, everything you could get up with just spikes today. And the, the slope, the grade is not too bad, which is why they recommend that this be your first Adirondack hike. We chose not to do that. Our first were the Wolf, wolf Jaws, jaws. <laughs> and then I skipped right to Marcy, and then I dragged you up Marcy, and then we did Phelps. And then we did Colden. Yeah. Yeah. So, we are we are on our way. Um, the summit, so you approach in a after about two-ish miles, rough rounding off, there is a fork, and you can go right to the summit. I know for sure that left to the summit. (laughs) Left. I'm making hand gestures. No, left, left, (laughs) left to the summit, and I know for sure that it's point three, um, because I printed out a map. I cannot recommend. Who are these people? Adirondack Journeys, um, their website. I can't recommend it enough. Um, I got this awesome map. 
that gave mileage, and from that fork, it is point three I to the summit. I never got to see the actual map that is beautifully laminated, so yes. very lovely job there, Crank. Oh, yeah. Huh. And to the right is Porter. Mm-hmm. So we were very thrilled to use our goggles for the first time. <laughs> we were. <laughs> So, put the goggles on. (laughs) Yes, we're so excited. Uh, Put the goggles on. It is an app. Oh, rewind. About a mile and three quarters. Oh, the view. The first first view, proper view. There's a 180 degree view that is gorgeous. Uh, Yeah, it's of the great range. Yep. Which includes uh, Marcy... Uh, the wolf jaws are in there, gothics, and like six others. Which we are going to do at some point, not in the winter. Correct. Goggles. Uh, the summit is very accessible. Um, it is a bald summit, but it is an artificially bald summit. There was a fire in 1903 that burned all the vegetation, burned the trees. And then erosion washed the soil away, and now there's nothing left. So it looks like an alpine summit, but it is not. And if you are thinking of going in the wintertime, just take every precaution. No matter what summit you do up in the Adirondacks in winter, it is extremely exposed. And just take care. We got lucky today, and lucky in the Adirondacks means it was... About negative 20, negative 25-ish. Yeah. Um, with 15-ish mile-an-hour winds, mm-hmm. which is actually very nice for yeah, the Adirondacks. Yeah, We could stay up there for more than a minute. Um, I mean, clear, clear skies. The views were absolutely spectacular. You could see miles on miles. So you can see Lake Placid. We saw the ski jump, Mrs. Cranky. Which we have driven by many times. Oh, yeah. Um, White face, definitely. Uh, you could see the lower and upper Great Range. I mean, you could see from into Vermont. You can see. So, a looking lot. to the south, you can see Marcy, Big Slide, and mm-hmm. Porter. Looking to the north, <clears throat> you could see White Face and uh, Sentinel. Looking to the northwest, you can see Lake Placid and the Ski Jump, mm-hmm. where the 1932, 38 Olympics, and then the 1980 Olympics were held. So, um, Summit, absolutely gorgeous. We'll talk gear in a bit, but we were, overall, we were very comfortable. Maybe we should have recorded this right as we were leaving, because we were much more hyper and excited as we were leaving. We were kind of windburned and <laughs> exhausted at the moment. No, we're good. I kind of <laughs> like this, because we're, we're calm, we're... we've had some time to reflect, <laughs> we're sitting in a nice warm house. No, I am fine with this. Okay. Um... Heading back down to the junction. We turned left. Turned left and head went to Porter. Um, met some lovely ladies who we were kind of leapfrogging. Uh, <clears throat> I climbed up like a boulder and outcropping thing. I Got did a, not. another amazing view. Uh, slid down my ass <clears throat> yeah, to get back down not. to the trail. Found one of the other viewpoints which was about 20 feet from that boulder 
which I think was pointing northwest. Yes, that makes sense. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Porter is an open summit, kind of. Kind it's of. weird. It's surrounded by a ring of trees, a ring of evergreens. A ring of but fire. Yeah. No, not a ring of fire. Um, <laughs> now that's going in my head. <laughs> so professional on this podcast. Yeah, but the summit itself is cleared and it's a little bit raised. It's a very weird summit. Mm -hmm. Like you could still see, you have still you have good views, but you are surrounded by smaller trees. It's the Which is why we say if you're going to do the Cascade Porter Peaks, do Porter first and then do Cascade. Save the best for last. Yeah. <clears throat> um and then we went back down and it's a v was a very very smooth trip down oh totally um, a lot of people were coming up as we were going down it's it's one of the more popular also being such an easy hike it's also the most accessible hike because it's the the parking area is right on route 73 so go early we mm -hmm. had the summit to ourselves and then we didn't start running into a lot of people until we were on the way back down. Mm -hmm. So always, always go early. <clears throat> um, let's especially in wintertime, because you don't want to catch yourself coming back in the dark, especially when you don't have the proper gear. Which I was just about to say, let's talk gear. Oh, what a segue. My segues have been on point with these episodes <laughs> lately. Um, <clears throat> so... As Mrs. Cranky can attest, I spent a shit ton of money at REI yesterday. I almost passed out. <laughs> it got to the point where you just sat down and were like, this is how dudes feel when Yeah, when I know. I got, go. I, got, I got that I exact text. literally following him around, him around the store with a shopping cart. Can we go now? No. In my head, are we? Oh, we're going. No, we're not. <laughs> we, oh, we're, we're we gotta be getting ready to go. No, we're not. Okay. Uh, oh, look at oh, good a chair. Oh, thank God, a comfy chair. I'm gonna sit here while he talks this guy's ear off. What did you get, So I needed a re-up of the Ultra Lone Peak high tops, mm -hmm. waterproof, which are very very pretty. Yes, they are. I was a little nervous. They worked fine. I was a little nervous um, because they're a ten and a half. I've yeah. never had a ten and a half. I don't know if it's a sizing issue. Um, the REI guy said, well, the waterproofing layer is only a millimeter, but it adds. I was like, I don't know if I believe you. Um, <laughs> for whatever reason, <clears throat> I needed a ten and a half. It's a good thing you brought the socks with you. Yes. Because if you hadn't brought yes, the socks thank with you. you, and you bought what was traditionally always your size, Nine you, and a half. you've been buying ultras for like four years. Years at this point. So if you had just gone in and dropped well over a hundred dollars, one hundred seventy ish. Yeah, to buy a pair of boots to get up there, packing, going to get dressed to go hiking up there, and realize. These shoes don't fit, and I have no other shoes. I would have been really pissed. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, thank you. That is a good tip. Bring the socks you are going to wear to hike to try on your boots. Yep, totally. So, 10.5, they work beautifully, um, just like the Ultra um, Trail Runners. They have the wide toe box, <clears throat> the zero drop, 
Um, so I have not had a blister in a long ass time. I could tell they were new and not broken in because my ankles were sore and red at the end, but that is just an issue of them not being broken in. Mm -hmm. Uh, you had a gear, a new piece of gear. I got socks. Yes. Smacking your foot. I, I was, in case you had forgotten, oh. I was giving you a visual <laughs> cue. Well, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, yes, um, I was gifted a new pair of socks just yesterday, and they worked incredibly. I have pretty poor circulation in my toes and my digits. Which is why we go out negative 16 degree weather in snow. Correct. So, yes, I have poor circulation, so my toes are always numb, no matter what I do. And for the for our winter hikes, I put on the liners, the NGG liners, and then I put a hefty wool sock. Either Smart Wool or REI brand, but it is chunky. And it's still, my feet are still raw and numb. So, this brand is called Fox River. They are pretty common ski sock i've seen them in, in just a lot of ski places um they go up to my knee and they're pretty lightweight wool but for some reason i did not have a problem at all today awesome yeah uh highly other, recommended fox river other gear for me um my jacket is i remember like the product name but i'm blanking on the brand right columbia thank you guys columbia whirlwind four uh it's a really really nice shell mm -hmm. um for it's a lower end shell it's only two hundred dollars you can get shells for we were looking at uh what's the brand arcteryx arcteryx yesterday mrs cranky and i were yeah. looking for six hundred dollars oh yeah um, but this worked absolutely wonderful. Can't recommend it enough. Um, lots of pockets kept me really warm and it's a pretty shade of blue. Other gear. I mean, that was the, really the only thing for me. I mean, I got a, an emergency bivy as well yesterday just to have in my pack. It's always good to have all of those emergency things on you, especially in cold weather. And we realized, we didn't plan this, but we realized we do have a decent combination because Mrs. Cranky got me a emergency tent. <clears throat> so emergency bivy plus emergency tent. If anything happens, hopefully they won't be finding bodies. They'll just be finding <laughs> very cold hikers. That's right. Um, Water. Water was good today. Yes, we actually remember to drink. Cannot stress that enough. It's going to be a pain in the ass. Because you can't use your bladder because your bladder will freeze. So it's a pain in the ass to take out the water bottles. But we developed a system. Uh, my pack has an outside snap pouch. So we put our water in there. And then when we stopped, um, you were kind enough to dig it out. And sure. we actually did good. Mm -hmm. um, we did a liter and a third yeah, between the two of us, say. which was pretty decent. Um, oh, other gear for me. Uh, I got a smart wool hat. Oh, that's right, your beanie. Yes, I got a brand new smart wool beanie, which is moisture wicking. It worked really well. Um, I did realize I need to upgrade my gloves because when we first started, my fingers were cold with gloves on. 
Yeah, I ended up bringing two pairs of gloves. One, um, our synthetic, like synthetic wool blend uh, from REI. Uh, and that's really all I needed. But then I brought my heavy-duty heavy gloves. I was hoping I could fit one pair into the other, but I quickly found that, no, it doesn't work. So Oh, I, that's why they were hanging down all day and <laughs> yes, flopping. Because I couldn't fit my hand in there. So I do need to invest in a pair of mittens. All right. Um, other, oh, another tip that we realized that we should have done we should have worn sunglasses for as soon as the sun came up. Because when we were done, we realized through reflecting off the snow and just through wind, wind. our eyes were dry and stiff and crusty and... Ew. Yeah. Crusty. You could do a lot of damage to your vision that way, too, because of the sun, the glare and the sun off the snow. And yeah, yes. you can get snow blindness. Yeah. Be careful. Yeah. Um, I think this was more just wind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had the goggles. We were, we were under sn- under tree cover for actually yeah. the majority of the hike. We had the goggles on the summit, but just a pair of like kind of wraparound glasses would block out some of that wind. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's it for main hiking stuff. In terms of gear, yeah. I mean, the rest of the stuff that I used is what I've owned. Yep. Um, the dude. Yes, the dude, and then, so, if y'all want to bail, that is Cascade and, and Porter. Porter. Thanks for listening, friends. Looking forward to catching you on the next one. Can't recommend it enough. If you're sticking around, now we'll just bullshit and talk some fun stuff. So, you saw an animule. Oh, yeah. That's right. Oh. I forgot. <laughs> on the way back down Cascade Summit... Uh, Cranky was a bit behind me. I was taking more pictures and video. That's right. I was like freezing. So I started to go back down and I noticed this furry thing walking down the trail. Not a furry, but this tiny little furry thing. Not a furry. <laughs> Stranger things have happened, I'm sure. Uh, this thing was extremely fluffy, as you do. It had the body of a ferret and then a long puffy tail. And the cutest little face, like it's crossed between a bear and a cat. I can't explain. (laughs) And that turned out to be a Fisher sighting. Now in our past episodes, gosh, this was over the summer already. Yeah. When we did Phelps, we spotted a Fisher going up a tree. We're like, what the hell is that? So these Fishers are pretty rare to find they they concentrate themselves on the canadian u.s border they're in the wilderness deep in the wilderness a lot of the times they were almost shy yes they're very shy they were almost driven to extinction Mm -hmm. they're coming back um they are pretty gnarly predators they're adorable but they are pretty gnarly predators um, so go check out our episode on Phelps for more detailed information on fishers. But the fact that we have seen two mm. in the Adirondack region, there are people that don't look for them and don't see any. Um, my other buddy that I go hiking with every once in a while, the fact that I saw one, he was super jealous. So now that I can tell him that I saw two, mm-hmm. be amazing. Um, so that was really cool. Yes. People, we're always people watching. So, 
We saw lots of, despite what you may have heard on a previous episode from a previous guest, we saw a wide variety of people. Wait, the trail was diverse? It, yes, it oh, was. Man. Um, yeah, it, it was very diverse with people who are chose alternative partners and were very obvious. Um, so, yes, we saw lots of lesbians today. <laughs> They're very nice. That is a very assuming of you, sir. Yes, I am going to assume, but um, it was pretty fucking obvious. I got a glare and a half when I said ladies. Oh, my God. I was going to be killed. Sorry. But, yes, they were very nice. The trail is very diverse. Cannot say that enough, despite what you may have heard from a previous guest on this podcast. Uh, people pretty much knew. Oh, yeah. They were They were prepared. And by the time we were walking back down the trail, the temperature... It was come up. definitely warm. It was a balmy three degrees. That's right. Now I was ready to take my, my jacket off, <laughs> go, go in my shorts. Go rolling, making snow angels. <laughs> but yeah, the people pretty... Almost everyone we saw had the right gear. Except for one. Yes, this gentleman. I think there was something going on. I think he was special. Um, again, I'm assuming. But... Well, it was it was cold and this gentleman was wearing uh, a sweatshirt he was wearing loose fitted tights ankle, ankle socks, socks and, and tennis shoes tennis shoes yeah very nice but um unprepared very unprepared and just something a little bit off yeah well, um, he's okay yes we we will double check what's the um the Instagram handle that does all the rescues? I don't know. They don't do all of them. They they pick and choose, but I've mentioned the ADK Fun Police, and they they do highlight some of the more special cases of people who are grossly unprepared. So hopefully he's not on there. Leash your dogs. We did see some of that today. Fortunately, they were more interested in sticks than, <laughs> than me. Uh, but I have a thing with dogs. Leash your fucking dogs. <clears throat> and then we also... Cannot recommend highly enough uh, the Lake Placid Brew, Brew Company. Brew Company, Brew Pub. Yeah. It's it's in Lake Placid right across from... Um, the easternmost part of the lake. Yeah, and right across from the inn. It cannot recommend it enough, despite the fact that they're adhering to Governor Hochul's mask laws, but whatever. Not laws. Mandates. Illegal mandates. Um, yeah, that's really it. Lake Placid looked like a winter wonderland it today. It was gorgeous. The lake today. itself was frozen. frozen over, and there were kids ice skating like you see in and Charlie tobogganing. Brown. And tobogganing. Yeah, and it nice. was glorious. So I think <clears throat> that is it. This kind of, for us, unlocks other possibilities. I compared it to if we were, if hiking was a video game, we unlocked new levels today. Oh, is this another segue? I, no, it's not a segue. It's just... No, to what we witnessed coming back down the, the throughway. Oh, I'm I'm lost here. Draw Happy. me a map. Happy. Oh. Oh, no, it was not. Oh. We can talk about that if you want. But it was not a segue. I was doing an analogy. Oh. <clears throat> this is the <laughs> harshest... <laughs> this is the harshest weather that we... Have hiked in. Yeah, ever. Ever. 
um, and we did fine. So that brings more confidence, so we will be doing other things of this nature. And probably... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably not as severe. There were There were warnings from the park right as where you register your hike for the day saying that there is a freeze warning um we recommend you not hike this weekend because the temperatures were so miserably cold but we realized there was no wind we used our own discretion we had Mm -hmm. the right gear and we were fine yes not saying that that is a good idea for everyone correct as of right now, we have a mega, super huge guest scheduled for Wednesday. It's yeah. me! No, it's not me. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Cranky will come on in a few weeks. <laughs> yes, we... I keep offering, and they are like, yeah! And then, you know, they're going to tease big, huge guests! Not me. I was just... Well, it's it's a very Adirondack week. Yes. We'll say that. That'll be our hint. Yes. And that is all I have if we want to wrap this shit up. Oh, okay. What I was inferring oh, to yes, before... Oh, yes, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like... We shit. went off the rails. <laughs> I don't care. It's great. We followed this guy. Um, his trail name is Happy. And he started his through hike of the AT back on January 1st, 2021. Now, we wondered why, and we realized the guy was pretty slow, which is fine. Um, <laughs> slow, mostly. He looks like he's in shape. <clears throat> um, oh, totally. His videos are very beautiful, but very long. So I'm guessing that he's slow because he spends a lot of time filming. Right. And he had hurt his ankle. I mean, I, I he of course, he didn't prepare for that, but it... It helped that he started so early that he could get injured and then recover and then continue his through his and year through hike. When he's injured, he did trail magic for weeks. Yeah, the, which good, is actually very cool. Yeah, good guy. Uh, so we were wondering today what was ha- what happened to him because we didn't get updates. Uh, to see if he actually finished the trail. So we casually just go I, on. We YouTube. knew that he summited Katahdin. And he was, was doing a flip. I was doing a flip. Yeah. So we go on and boom, there's a new video from this guy. I go, great. You know, let's see what happens. So he ended, it seemed like he ended his through hike in Duncannon, Pennsylvania. Congratulations to that. But <sighs> the, the video took on a whole new dimension, quite literally. <laughs> yes. And it, it's, it's like watching something unravel. Um, we're kind yeah. of concerned, actually. Yes. So go check out Happy on Trail. We have no idea what's going on, but go check him out. He actually changed his channel name to Happy's Happy Nation. So yes, go check out Happy's Happy, Happy Nation, Nation, and you'll see what we're referring to. It is January 16th, 2022, uh, for reference, and this video came out today. And it's, it is very Very interesting. interesting. So uh, anyway. <laughs> all right. I, now are we ready to wrap it up? I think we are. Okay. All right, y'all. Um, as usual, please, uh, if you're enjoying the podcast, we're enjoying doing it. Uh, please give us some stars. Leave us a note on Apple, a review. Our most recent guest, I can't thank him enough. Oh, that was wonderful. Uh, PickleTownShirt.co was absolutely wonderful. Yes. 
Uh, find us on the gram, uh, rocks underscore and underscore roots underscore pod. Crank has been uh, killing it with the posts lately and transferring all the TikTok vids onto the stories on Insta. Uh, again, check our, out our Patreon uh, to support us. Check out the YouTube. I'm uploading all of the episodes on there. Are we done? I think we're done. All right, y'all. We'll catch you all on the next one in a few days. Ciao.